0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you.
1: Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and on this show, we're going to consider how Taking data analytics courses can help equip HR professionals with the tools and expertise needed to thrive and survive in the future world of work. Our guest this time is Desiree Hankey, people and culture professional, HR consultant at MNP and CPHR candidate. Technology has impacted HR now more than ever, with many companies adopting HCMs and HRIS, says Desiree. Taking a data analytics course will help HR professionals leverage the data that they have access to in order to make sound decisions and advise senior leaders within organizations in a qualifiable manner. Desiree, it's my pleasure not just to quote you, but to welcome you to the show today.
0: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: So beyond my reintroduction, please please tell listeners a bit more about you, your, your career background and what you're currently getting up to.
0: I have a unique, as I feel like many professional HR people have, uh, jumping into HR, spent some time um, in recreation, about 10 years. I worked a little bit in social services, working with people with neurodiversities um working on job and career placement so that really that diversity and inclusion that we're seeing in the workplace now um and how to incorporate those pieces and so currently as you mentioned in my introduction um i work with mnp a national accounting firm uh, within canada Uh, myself and my boss primarily support all of our clients in compensation related work which is About 60% of what our job is. So compensation um, analysis, uh, conducting reviews for organizations, establishing job evaluation models, um, things like that. And then the other roughly 40% of my job is HR functions and support for clients. So really providing that sounding board. For clients in developing the right tools, as well as other HR functions, and being experts in identifying what is the best solution for organizations.
1: The the focus on this this interview today is, of course, ways that HR folk can can continue to get education and and therefore have the tools needed to to thrive and succeed um, today, tomorrow, and and into the. More distant future of the, of the world of work. For you, for you personally, how do you continue to learn in, in order to remain current within your role? Are, are there particular sources that you go to? Obviously, you're you're uh, you're a member of the CPHR. Tell us a bit about uh, you know some of those websites that you go to, some of the courses that that you enjoy. Before, of course, we're going to talk later on uh, in more detail about the HR One Hundred One course with Lighthouse Labs.
0: I primarily look to CPHR uh, as um, kind of a guiding compass to a degree uh, on different courses i mean we offer different professional development from on-demand development to webinars um, to networking opportunities and and allowing um, and adapting to these um, environments as we're all working from home to um, zoom calls and networking calls in that regard to connect different members to have the opportunity to share ideas Um, not only there i I also like taking an HR lens to courses or opportunities to learn that aren't HR particularly focused, uh, which kind of led me into, um, at the time, looking at data analytics courses um, a a number of years ago, um, just to try and find how can I leverage my passion for Excel um, with maybe not taking a Excel focused course or or something else, so that really offered an opportunity to look at um, companies such as Lighthouse Labs, um, as well as World at Work is is one that we use primarily within um, the compensation aspect of my job, um, you know, worldwide recognized, um, offers different types of certifications as well. Um, and uh, I think the, the last one I, I, I always look to for different learning opportunities is LinkedIn, so having a diverse network of people on LinkedIn who share opportunities um, even such as uh, the Data 101 for HR Professionals that is coming up with Lighthouse Labs. Um, It just offers different places around the world, especially if your network's quite wide, um, in offering different types of learning opportunities that may or may not be applicable to, to yourself or, or anybody else, but it's an opportunity to see what can come across your desk um, as an opportunity to, to take a focus of, of your profession into that course.
1: As everybody knows, 2020 has been one heck of a year, um, it's, and it's probably changed uh, a lot of the, the, the typical duties and, and day-to-day responsibilities of, of, of the average HR professional. You know, the, the role's gone from perhaps being um, projecting uh, the benefits of employer brand and, and building up uh, the internal company culture to, uh, in, in many cases, something um, uh, a, lot, a lot sadder, really. And that's, that's managing expectations and having difficult conversations with people as we're looking at layoffs and all the rest of it. In, in, in your opinion, Desiree, what are some of the biggest challenges facing HR professionals at the moment?
0: The biggest challenges that I believe are, are facing HR professionals at the moment, I think as you so rightfully framed it, um, COVID, there was uh, an increased pressure on the HR department, whether it was to, to manage uh, those expectations of those employees or, um, again, having those difficult conversations in relation to whether or not um, an employee was going to continue on. Um, many companies, Took the time to leverage HR professionals to help identify how, um, unfortunately, that they were going to have to look at changing their their service models or or, or downsizing their workforces, um, of which data and the HR functions have have shifted over the years. Um, Is how 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 maybe some companies have used to leverage that. You've got that that. Um, side of things in relation to COVID, but then you have the other um, world impacts that have have happened at the same time where many companies um, and um, many organizations are trying to look at how can you leverage uh, diversity and inclusion in organizations to really ensure that you're pushing your business forward. So so those two functions of the data and ensuring that that is being leveraged within your organization and and how to incorporate diversity and inclusion seems to be the biggest challenges that um comes up quite a bit in the in a numerous amount of networking opportunities and conversations I've had with a variety of people because they are they're two very challenging um aspects which though data data analytics is, is very tangible because you you have information that's coming out um, it, it's also sometimes very difficult to visualize and, and get to that final point, uh, as well as they were seeing inclusion as something, again, tangible, more people and, and. It's coming through the door, though trying to figure out or identify that strategy around that to to incorporate and, and really live and breathe in an organization is very difficult.
1: Okay, thank you. I'd like to hear from you now a little bit more about the CPHR. From your perspective as a CPHR member, how do you believe that the organization helps HR and leaders?
0: Uh, CPHR offers professional development, um, networking opportunities resources, um, anything for HR professionals in in, in that field. Uh, Within BC and UConn, uh, CPHR is also the association that designates uh, HR professionals with their certified human resource um, professional accreditation. So they're, they're, they're kind of the knowledge of body that helps HR people forward uh there's so many other resources as well to to look at different um pieces in that when um when I was in post secondary five almost six years ago now while well, while well, time flies especially during covid right um it feels like six years but it's only been six months um <laughs> in relation to that i when I was in my post secondary um, journey um i I started in a, a previous uh specialty uh, accounting and then I moved into HR. I had the opportunity to work with, at the time it was HRMA, so uh, before they rebranded and uh, we certified um, into CPHR. Um, our post-secondary institute was working with CPHR as they were looking at different alternatives in relation to verifying and accrediting um, post-secondary students who took the time to specialize in um, HR back, uh, baccalaureate um, and my post-secondary as well as a couple of others were in the communication at the at the beginning to be those certified post-secondary institutes and, and I went to O'Connor College for those uh, people who are wondering where I went. Um, and it was a unique opportunity as our post-secondary was quite small and um, having many professors uh, in the HR field who had their CPHR designi- de- designation, um, they were working quite closely and having the opportunity to to hear about their feedback of working with CPHR on, on working um, towards that accreditation process. And, and part of that is um, if you... Don't have a particular uh, background in HR or uh, a bachelor in HR, then um, you have to conduct a uh, an exam which is called the NKE, which is the knowledge exam. Um, and so that kind of helped those individuals who have the particular. Bachelor's, um, to uh, to identify that the knowledge that they learned in post-secondary was equivalent to this knowledge exam, um, which means that they are just required to then um, conduct their experience within uh, an environment. And, and after your three years of experience, you present your knowledge to the CPHR and they, they verify and say, yes, you have the appropriate knowledge to be uh, designated as a professional.
1: I'd like to understand now from you. Uh, in, in terms of the, the knowledge that you have now, the practices that you you, you use now, the, the day-to-day tactics and, and tools that are happening now, how how does that compare to to the, to the average role of an HR person, say five or or ten years ago?
0: I feel like HR has been definitely something that has quickly evolved as more organizations have put different importance on it. Um, where where things were five years ago versus where they are today, um, many companies put more value on HR than I feel like that was previously identified, um, and more and more companies are are identifying, uh, you know, and having people such as C H uh, R I O S or or whatever the the the, the acronym is now um, presenting you know, HR professionals at that uh table to to truly value um the HR function within a business. Many companies are service based. Um and for that there you need a large population of staff and so valuing um your staff and, and what HR professionals can offer to an organization is, is hugely important to where it was many years ago. Um, In relation to what has quickly evolved um, in regards to learning and other skills that are are required, definitely, as I talked about, data um, and leveraging that data to make those um, decisions has always been something that has kind of crept up in the background. Um, HR professionals years ago would identify hr metrics being you know your recruitment metrics how many people apply for this job how many people did i interview how long did they stay you know those types of of metrics without looking at maybe a fuller picture that we might have today
1: as we're seeing um, a lot of hr roles being augmented by ai and machine learning and and lots of other clever technologies uh, we're seeing uh we're seeing a lot of uh today's chros and certainly at larger organizations of course coming from a from a data background but we're also seeing the rise of, of a lot of uh for example chief people officers uh who are, who are retaining if, if you please forgive me the cheesy term the human element of, of, of hr mm-hmm. what, what are your what, what are your what are your predictions for for the future of the hr function and how it'll split and, and diversify
0: um those are That's a very loaded question, for sure. I feel like HR is one thing that would not be able to be completely automated. um, In the really in leveraging of AI, Um, there has to be a people function or or people lens or humanistic lens um, to this entire thing. I think as more and more HR professionals are leveraging the data that's presented or that um, they're collecting by leveraging their HCMs or um, HRISs, there's the opportunity to um, layer data on top of each other. And I mean layering data in the sense of cross-sectionality. So identifying maybe a recruitment metric, layering that on top of a performance metric, and then as well as understanding the turnover, you can tell a story with the data. So opposed to looking at um, sections of information purely as recruitment, purely as performance, or purely as turnover or your turn within your organization, what is the story that this data and information so is telling you? So, how can the complexity be leveraged and and identified? And and as you said, um, these chief people people are are really using the data because they have that data background HR professionals are currently relying on maybe business analysts within their organization um, and and might not have the full understanding of how to cross section these informations you you have people who are developing dashboards for you who who might be p- pulling data and information from um, your databases, but there might not be that level of complexity if the individuals who are pulling this information don't truly understand how the end product is being used. So offering opportunities to um, HR professionals to learn um, and offer them as well as other resources to see that how they ask for information as well as how they present that information um, to boards or C-level Um, individuals or your CEO, it's about telling that story of that people because not only are you going to rely on that data, you also have to know what's going on on the ground uh, with your people because an implementation of a new system within an organization, a merger is all going to affect how your data is going to happen. So to understand what those other contributing factors to truly tell that story is, is going to be super important moving forward.
1: Okay. So as you've mentioned uh, so far, data is integral to HR and data analytics is often cited as one of the fastest growing in-demand skills within HR. From your perspective as a member, why did CPHR team up with Lighthouse Labs on the Data Analytics for HR 101 course, which I think starts November 25th? Great. Um, Yeah.
0: So what the data analytics course um, is truly targeting and, and identified um, and part of my role with um, spanning not only CPHR but also with Lighthouse Labs is identifying the relevant skills and topics that HR professionals might need mo- moving into the workforce. So being that um, you know, what, what the activities are identified within this um, course is truly relevant to the HR professionals. So things like uh, employee engagement surveys or um, data collection and attrition um, within an organization, how, how to look at the data and how to develop a story, as I said before, um, how to visualize that information and how to, to present that information um, to your C-level employers um, to To make those sound decisions, uh, as I said. So, it starts off um, a little bit on the easier side, as I said, working with one set of data and where it's moving into the complexer side of of the course as, as you move along in the four days to layering two different sets of, of data and, and how to infer um, different solutions, um, different results, or, or or tell a different story. Um, and then moving into the last day, kind of looking at more development of your dashboards. So your continual data that you might have within your organization that is being updated. So how do you create those quarterly dashboards um, to visualize that data to present on? So what's the end result of this entire course that Lighthouse Labs has really identified is what are the takeaway pieces that the participants can have in this course? not only in activities, but that they can take back to their organizations and say, I can understand how this applies within my organization. Now, from my knowledge, I mean, CPHR has many opportunities to partner with many different types of organizations. Lighthouse Labs did ap- approach CPHR in providing this partnership and not just trying to Um, Present a course that they think might be relevant to HR professionals, but working with subject matter experts within the HR profession to really identify how this would be relevant for HR professionals, opposed to just presenting a course. Um, So having the opportunity to work with Lighthouse Labs and uh, understand what goes into the development of a course like this. Um, has been truly beneficial in understanding and and something that I can speak more to other HR professionals in saying that this course um, is something that is truly relevant. As somebody who's taken other more complex data analytics courses, this is this is probably something more relevant to my current field that I'm definitely looking forward to being a part of um, and and seeing other participants be a part of just to truly take take to their home base and. Uh, and present and have more understanding of what data they can truly utilize within their organization.
1: Okay, awesome. And that pretty much takes us towards the end of this interview today. Before we before we wrap things up, how can our listeners connect with you personally, whether that's through uh, LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever else you may be? Um and and also how how can they learn more about the uh the the course which starts on November 25th?
0: Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn. So if anybody has any questions, definitely about compensation-related activities or, or other needs within their organization in relation to HR, you know, feel free to connect with me. Or if you have curiosities about this particular course, um, I'm happy to answer some of those maybe high-level questions. As for truly learning more about this particular course, Um, Lighthouse Labs on their websites has their intro to data analytics for HR. um, um, Sign up there um, and you can be connected with somebody from Lighthouse Labs who'd be able to answer those more particular questions. Um, They have great resources in helping identify um, and provide information to your employers to um, understand how to maybe get that training and development benefit um, that your employers would have. Um, and anything else like that so so lighthouse labs as i said before they're great people they are super great at answering any questions that you have and making sure that you truly understand um what you're signing up for
1: yeah and i'll just add to that that uh i've i've had a couple of guests on from the lighthouse labs team in the past so uh if you go to the hr chat podcast feed uh, there you'll you'll find interviews with uh with josh with van and with jeremy all from the lighthouse labs team Um, but that just leaves me to say for today Desiree, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the hr chat show thank you for
0: having me
1: and listeners as always until next time happy working and stay safe
0: thank you for listening to the hr chat podcast brought to you by the hr gazette